$15 billion is how much y'all missed out on because of crypto miners. Me? Gungaga and AMD fixes their own performance again. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And things are going to be a little weird this week. I'm not sure how many episodes I can get to. You can already see that lights are gone in here. And that's because I'm currently going to be on location filming a pilot for a TV show about food at like sports stadiums and I'm the deep director of photography for that and it's it's gonna be great it's called foodscouts.tv I I don't know what's gonna come of it but I got roped into doing it I'm excited to try it out I'll see if I can get to hot news this week I'm gonna do my best but we're literally gonna be using all of the equipment that's here in the office in order to make that happen anyways what happened with the equipment of gamers is they went to miners that's how I'm going to segue that because a new report has come out indicating that 15 billion dollars were spent on mining GPUs, not since 2017 when there was the first mining craze, but only in the last one and a half years, the beginning of 2021 until now. 15 billion dollars were spent by miners to acquire discrete desktop GPUs. This does not incur any of the price that potentially was sold on laptops or any other mining, full mining rigs that were purchased. This is just dedicated GPUs. GPUs that were sold and considering the average price of a GPU in Q1 2021 was roughly $1,300. That is a lot of cash going into graphics cards. As you can see right here, the number of discrete GPUs that were sold were 49 million in 2021. And so if we extrapolate out based on average sale data, all of that kind of stuff, Tom's Hardware estimates that of that 49 million, it is likely that miners accounted roughly for 14.2 million of those sales or roughly 10% of the total discrete market since 2021 until now, which is high. That's a lot. That's that's a significant amount. 14.2 million GPUs going into the hands of miners. And again, this does not count mining rigs that might have already had GPUs put into them or laptops that were purchased for it. So that number is probably considerably higher, but it does kind of to paint a picture of what people have been feeling, but a 10% even if that was in the market for gamers, I do think that we still will have likely seen a shortage available. We still likely would have seen the high prices, maybe not as high, but definitely an increase because we were seeing it in things that had nothing to do with mining in the electronic sphere. So seeing price rising just based on the fact that there was crazy, crazy demand for these latest generations. I mean, we've gotten really, really good products over the last two years as far as launches. The RTX 30 series, amazing. The RX 6000 series, amazing. PlayStation 5, amazing. Xbox Series X, amazing. Steam Deck, amazing. We've got, we've been blessed with tons of great hardware. Ex access to that has been limited to some extent. So it is frustrating, but I do think because of the amazing launches that have happened, it is limited for that reason, but there are good indicators out there. We've been covering prices dropping for a while, but now it looks like in June, they are absolutely plummeting. Between June 1st and June 15th, GPU prices fell on average 
10%, which is huge. I felt this when I had to sell an RTX 3090 Ti that we had from a spare video that we were doing over on UFD Tech. I bought it at MSRP. $2,000. I cannot sell it to anybody over $1,700. It's just there's no way anybody was buying it. And so seeing this happen is good for everybody who is waiting to get GPUs. Having the used price drop in the market likely will mean that we should start seeing more deals on the new stuff. I'm excited for it. Again, you guys comment a lot with your plans for GPUs, whether that's waiting for the next generation or you're waiting for below MSRP pricing. But Again, let me know. Sound off down below in the comments. What's your ideal scenario for GPUs? How much do you want to spend on them? And it seems like the ideal scenario for both the EU and the US is to have a universal charging standard with senators in the United States government introducing a bill that could potentially allow for a universal charging standard for phones. It's kind of similar to what the EU just passed with regards to USB type C. However, with the proposition that's being brought forward in the US, USB C is not being listed as the number one connection standard that they do want to identify, although likely it is the best candidate out there in case we're going to do it. I've mentioned and when it passed in the EU, I'm not necessarily in favor of this happening. I'm not necessarily against it happening either. I feel like this is a non-issue. It's been a non-issue for a while. The, the main criticism I've heard about Lightning is that it's USB 2.0 speeds. So if Apple updated to give you USB 3.0, I, I, I really don't see the harm in Apple having its own charging standard, especially one that they're committed to. It's not like they're flip-flopping around. And NASA don't want to be flip-flopping around on the moon. They want to get there. They want to go straight to the moon. And so NASA is beginning its fourth Artemis 1 rocket wet dress rehearsal fueling test today in anticipation for more tests to happen tomorrow. Oh, I'm reading it at different times. The, 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 the other test is happening today. The fueling thing happened yesterday. I just, my brain is not, is not going on, but they're essentially trying to test these rockets to bring America back to the moon where we should rightly dominate. Okay, if, if it's made of cheese, Wisconsinites have to have it. That's, that's the rules. And it's the rules that crypto stocks only go up. Bitcoin up 8% on the day to be at $20,500. This is a far cry from what it had over the weekend. It had a brutal, brutal weekend where it lowered down to below $18,000 at one point. $17,993, not very good. That is below the peak back in 2017, which is something that crypto enthusiasts said could never happen. It can't go below a previous peak. Well, it did. Anyways, the you can see the price is still down over the last seven days. It is not as sharply down as it was over the weekend, up just a little bit as of the time of recording. Ethereum also up 12% to be at 11.21. It's suffering a similar fate of going below $1,000. Not very good. Dogecoin pumping up 12.27%. It also went down to 5.1 cents at one point this past weekend. And other prices are going down, which is why we got Reese here bringing us UFD deals. We've got the Surface Laptop 3 with an i5 10 series going for only $419 right now. That is a savings of 50%. It is renewed, but this seems like a decent like entry-level laptop if you only need something for office work, $419. Not not something you could sneeze at. I could sneeze at it. And me, Gungaga. <laughs> hey, what's uh. so funny about that? You know Gungaga? <laughs> 
and Final Fantasy VII had its event last week, and they unveiled a whole host of things that get a lot of Final Fantasy fans excited, including the fact that Part 2 of Final Fantasy VII Remake should be coming out next year and is going to be called Rebirth. It's going to be a timed exclusive on the PS5, similar to the Final Fantasy VII Remake. It looks absolutely stunning. I'm very excited for it. I loved the first part of the remake, and they confirmed that it is going to be a trilogy. And spoilers for anybody who hasn't played the game, so tune away if you actually don't want spoilers for Final Fantasy VII Remake. The remake sets up a narrative that is going to deviate from the original game, which is why it's more of a reinterpretation or reboot. Some could call it a sequel based on some of the events that happen in Remake. So I, I like the take that they're having on it. I'm okay with the trilogy here. They really did well with part one. So I'm excited to see what's going to happen with part two. And they also announced that part one is coming out on Steam. It actually came out on the 17th on Friday, as well as announcing that they are Steam Deck verified. So in case you want to play Final Fantasy VII Remake, but you didn't want to go on Epic Games, you can now do it over on Steam. And according to reports, it's actually a pretty gosh dang good game to play over on the Steam Deck, 40 to 60 FPS. I'm very tempted to pick it up on Steam. Very, very freaking tempted. I can tell you that much. But also, some people might be tempted to pick up the new Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core Remaster that's coming to essentially all platforms this coming winter. PC, Xbox, PlayStation. We're getting a remaster of Crisis Core. This was a fan favorite of what some would call the best Final Fantasy VII game that ever came out. It beats Dirge Cerberus. Might even uh, go toe-to-toe -to -toe the, with the original, but it was originally a PlayStation portable game. And I mean, honest, for a remaster, this is looking freaking good. This almost looks as good as the remake. So I'm I, whatever Square Enix is doing here with their technology to remaster the game. I appreciate it. I want to play this game this coming winter, which because I haven't, I, I never played the original, but I'm going to do it now. And we're, we're getting news now that AMD is going to be launching Ryzen 7000 September 15th. This is coming out of an AMD press conference that happened over in China, where that's essentially what they're speculating is going to be the time frame, September 15th for AM5 Ryzen 7000, and then Radeon 7000 would be late October to mid-November in case those types of news information help Helps you with your purchasing plans. Also getting some news from a well-known leaker that the Ryzen 7000 series lineup should be the 7600X, 7800X, 7900X, and 7950X with no 7700X in sight, essentially mimicking the entire launch of the Ryzen 5000 series. So it's not entirely unexpected to see that. But what could be unexpected is MSI is coming out with a B660 motherboard for Alder Lake chips that will allow overclocking for non-K series CPU. Use. This is something that's happened on Intel motherboards in the past because there's been base clock overclocking, also known as BCLK overclocking, which allows you to modify the base clock in order to get faster clock speeds on the actual CPU. And so that could mean that some of the best value CPUs on the market, such as the 12100 or 12400F, if you put them on this upcoming B660M Mortar Max, which is supposed to come out sometime in July, you could get much better bang for your buck from this. Intel has had this happen before. I think the last big time this happened was right around the Skylake era with the Pentium G 
3258, if I'm not mistaken. It, it just made it so that it's just a slightly better choice. Intel used to do this all of the time with like their Pentiums in the core two days. And now I like, I just, I want to see more of this. Intel, let, let MSI come out with this motherboard. I want to see it happen. And do you want to see faster frame rate on your AMD GPUs? Well, there's new OpenGL performance that's coming out with a new driver that's expected from the AMD with regards to Windows, all of that stuff. I'm just saying uh, freaking buzzwords at this point. Anyways, OpenGL performance is somewhere AMD has struggled. So with this latest update that's coming out, there could potentially be up to 50% better frame rate increase in certain OpenGL setups. They are finding it in only synthetic benchmarks at the current moment, like in Unigen Valley or in Unigen Superposition. So take this with a grain of salt, might not be 50% in OpenGL video games, but you could potentially see a performance uplift. And I am going to lift myself out of here because I got to go do that TV show thing that I talked about at the beginning of the episode. I might be back tomorrow. I hope I can do a consistent cadence of hot news throughout this week, but I know that Monday is supposed to be the worst day. Like, I don't expect to get home until very, very late. So probably see y'all on Wednesday. Hopefully. Cheers.